Hello and welcome to Krachbau. This is the second episode. My name is Andre and I run Pedal Marked. It's a pedal store and we also do workshops about soldering and building your own electronic devices. Krachbau is a series of interviews with Berlin-based musicians. We talk about their creative process live in Berlin. And this one is with a very interesting band called Fluffy Maybes that formed during the pandemic years online. And only recently, about a year ago, um, they met and jammed and recorded some music in person here in Berlin. We talk all about that. Uh, we talk about their creative process, their work, and live in Berlin. Cool. Welcome. I'm here with Fluffy Maybes with Wawa and Robin. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about your creative process, a little bit about your tracks. Maybe we'll listen to a couple of them. Some of them might have been released by the time you hear this. Some of them might not be. Um, you want to just kick it off with a track right away? Yeah, let, let's do it. Go for it. Let's...
Давай, давай. Alright, that was Unnatural Disasters from Fluffy Maybes. And that track is already released on Bandcamp. Why did you choose that track to be released first? Why did we choose that track? <laughs> I don't remember. No, I don't remember either. I think I think it was like I think it was the a lot of the tracks that we've been doing they they've become quite long. You know, yeah. we have it's not it's not um it's not uh, uncommon for us to have like 10 minute, 15 minute tracks. And so we just kind of wanted like a, maybe like a concise kind of intro to what we were doing and what we were about and, um, and something that was kind of like upbeat. And uh, this one, uh, I don't know, it, it was kind of standing out from the rest of them as like a kind of a good intro to like what we were, what we were up to. Yeah, keep it yeah. short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the texture. I really like how the track is basically one statement that just evolves and transitions and migrates somehow. But it's not, you know, it's not the standard structure. It's all sort of very, um, I don't know, very interesting and very forward-looking. I would say. Um, how do you come up with all the sort of? Um, how do we come up with that kind of music in general, I guess? It seems like it's based on a loop originally, but then all those extra things, where do they come from? Yeah, it's like our workflow. Um, it's like um, actually all of this uh, unreleased material and this EP were uh, come out of um, our jam, like six-hour jam uh, we did last winter in January. It was during like my 12 days visit in Berlin. Um, and um, basically we have all like a table of gear and um, we will set up some uh, sim uh, before we start to jam. For example, um, floating on the cloud and something like that. And we try to enter this kind of scenery together and mm. um, and we try to like... Uh, react to each other's uh, like move. Um, mm. By when, scene, you mean your an actual projection on the wall, right? Uh, no, 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 no. It's, no, no. it's um, maybe you can explain. It. Yeah, it's more just like um, yeah. All all of the music that with that you that you'll hear today, it's all uh, completely improvised. Yeah, um, like we didn't really um, before we you know we we began the the. The, everything is jammed live and uh and uh so we we would kind of enter each jam with like a theme floating in the cloud like lonely night drive in busy insects working we would just try to create some kind of uh feeling mm. between us so when we enter the jam we are kind of both trying to reach for the same uh feeling mm. um Mm -hmm. This one was lonely night drive. I, <laughs> I think. guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes it, was... it doesn't sound like that at the end. I yeah, mean, it kind of does. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and then, um, so I guess the whole workflow would be that we, like the original versions of a lot of these tracks, they're kind of 20, 30, 35 minutes long. Um, and we're, you know, recording everything as multi tracks. And then we will just go down. Um, afterwards, listen back and kind of chop, um, 
kind of cut the fat from the jam. And so kind of what you are hearing is like a very abbreviated version of something that's actually a very long improvisation. Um, but everything that you're hearing is like completely improvised. That's crazy. Yeah. And all the textures and all the sounds, do you add them on top later or is it already all there? It's all in one shot. Wow. Yeah. Basically, we both play like multi instrument uh, mm -hmm. like simultaneously. I also play guitar mm -hmm. and I play synthesizer. I use mini lock and mm -hmm. uh, um, sometimes we even try, I try to record uh, some sounds from pot and pan and glasses uh, yeah. and the laser tracks. Maybe you will hear them. Yeah. And yeah, basically we are just trying to experiment uh, all the possibilities we can think mm. about. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I think it, this, this wouldn't work uh, as, well as, as well as it does. If we weren't like both so like well matched musically, yeah. Uh, because when you know when 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 we first kind of started talking, like, you were still living in 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 Shanghai, uh, yeah. And um, it just became when it was you know we we shared a lot of the same tastes in music and art and kind of similar creative uh, ethos. And then you know when I when I started to look at all of these. Um, these jam videos that you were doing. It was just, uh, I don't know, I felt some kind of, like it was so similar to what I was doing. Um, and uh, it just, like I was never really interested in kind of making a band. I was just quite happy doing my own thing, but it seemed like, uh, yeah, I think I think for both of us, it was like an opportunity not to be missed really, because it was just, it was very apparent that like our, creative chemistry was going to work work so well together and then and then uh, and then now you are here in berlin miracle <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it was already like one year ago like yeah, yeah like we tried to do some collaboration first on uh endless the mm -hmm. app yeah yeah and uh yeah and uh i was all, always trying to plan a visit uh in mm. berlin but finally it realized um last winter in in january yeah, all right. yeah. right um tell me more about um endless and how how that's also sort of kind of unique and why i wanted to talk to you because it's such an interesting sort of establishment story um, how you started jamming basically online, right? Yeah, yeah. So what is that unless maybe as an intro and then how did you use it to start jamming? Mm. So Endless is a, now it's a cloud-based uh, like music app that you can uh, have, uh, they have the built-in uh, instrument you can use and it's very simple to use. Like it's pretty fast, you can like, layering different um, instruments and sound and affects them. And so basically we will do this kind of um, uh, exchange. I don't know, like uh, first I will establish some kind of rhythm and uh, patterns and then you you will change some, some speed and sometimes like bring it super like slow and mm. then try to evolve based on that. Mm. So yeah, it's like kind of like a back and forth. It's kind of like writing a letter mm. between us. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, endless is like it gives you the ability to like 
make beats and also do melodies and synths and also record stuff from line-in or microphone. And then you can also kind of affect, you know, there's lots of different effects and uh, you can apply that to different layers of the, of the, yeah, each jam has got all these different kind of, it's got eight different kind of tracks within the jam. Hmm. And so you can kind of affect, put this effect on that, this effect on that. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cloud-based uh, loop pedal. And then when you kind of commit the loop of like what you've been doing, it's immediately going up to the cloud and then it's going to the person, whoever you're, or the people that you are jamming with. And because, you know, the, because of the laws of physics, we cannot do like a live jam because there will be a latency. And yeah. and this seemed to be kind of like, I guess like the next best thing, you know, because it's still quite immediate and you get to hear what the other person is doing and it's all kind of based on loops. And so, you know, as, as Wawa is, is, is jamming and, and adding different loops and affecting different things and recording some singing and stuff like that. I'm hearing the loop like updating itself like moment to moment. And then when, you know, she said that she's done or like when, you know, just at some point I will start to like manipulate the things that she recorded and put like reverb on her vocal or, um, you know, add in a bass line or just put some crazy effects or just slow the whole thing down, make some vapor wave out of it or something <laughs> like that. And uh, and so it's really like uh, conversational. Yeah, I, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, it's like you know we're live jamming online, which would be great if in the future it's possible. Would be kind of like a phone call. This is more like sending messages. Yeah, you know? or writing letters. All right. Yeah, I would say it's a bit faster than mm. writing le letters, <laughs> but like it's like the difference between like a phone call and like you know getting on on, on your DMs. Yeah, and sending messages—it's kind of like musical texting or something, you know. Yeah, because it's all based around loops. You can still do the real-time thing, but it's not synchronous, right? You don't have to play at the same moment in time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And the, there's just—we just made so much music using this app. Yeah. And, and it really like allowed us to kind of develop our kind of like you know musical uh, collaboration uh, through this app and. Uh, yeah, we were just talking now that we, yeah, we would like to go back through all of our jams. There are so so many, and uh, see if we can take some of the like, the the best parts and kind of um, because the other thing about endless is you have the ability to any kind of iteration of the jam, you can you can take the stems from that iteration. So there's like going back over a year. We have just so many uh, interesting moments and I think we would like to kind of take some stems and put them in maybe a sampler and see if we can develop them into into into, into songs in our kind of new way of jamming. Because, the, the, you know, since we've been actually physically in the same place, uh, making music, um, I guess we focus more on kind of like a... Like a Hardware-based exactly. improvisation. So is it much different? Do you, do you find it? Do you find that you write different kind of music live in the same room compared to writing it in Endless? Yeah, of course, because all, all the sound um, we use in Endless it was previously built in uh, sound, so it it's still very different from the instru instru instruments we are using. 
like yeah. every day. Especially Robin was using Voluca sample a lot. Mm. So a lot of the samples, like in now I, I'm also very familiar with all the sound yeah. your samplers. Yeah. So it, it have a different feeling for sure. Yeah. Would you say that the energy is also different when you're just in the same room? Yeah, I I, I think so because as much as um it's uh you know we are able to react to each other's music you know using endless there's it's the immediacy of like being together and having everything kind of synced up and then you know we are both really interested in kind of like little details of sounds and blips and bloops and small sound mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so we are kind of just reacting to each other's sounds in a much more kind of natural conversational kind of way. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's like we've gone from DMs to having a phone call, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then it's, it, it, it become really like conversational like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just like much more immediate and, um, and, um, yeah, it's 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 different. It's a, a different set of sounds and a different. Uh, it 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 does sound quite different, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a track that is uh, more from from your jamming live? Yeah, yeah. So Was it natural disasters like that? Yeah, it's also like that. Yeah, it is also live. It's completely live and comple- yeah. completely improvised, right. and uh, you know a lot. All of them. All of the new recordings are the the live sessions. Yeah. Even like uh, a month ago, we we were doing this one uh, album in the day challenge. Right. We also like bring all the instruments together mm. and we try to jam. Uh, like and we did a whole album of six, uh, seven songs in how how many hours? Like fifteen. Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours from scratch to yeah. mixing. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's our workflow, I guess. It's called the uh, the album is called Generator, and you, yeah, you can listen to it on SoundCloud. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. So maybe put just just to give some context, shall we put it on? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, we can do it. All right. So this is track one from the album Generator, album in a day by Fluffy Maybe. Playground. 
this is so different to the other track, no? This one has somehow, I feel like there is much more play on structure. Um, I don't know, was it also all improvised or did you sort of re pre had pre-recorded parts that you put together? All improvised, but uh, the process was, like the structure was formed when you're dropping the audio actually. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So like all the instrumentation and all of the, you know, we we sit down, we, it's kind of the same workflow. You know, we sit down, we, I don't know if we were thinking of themes during. Ah, uh, yeah, the re inside a red cave in Australia. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> I could totally feel the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, inside a red cave in Australia. So that I guess that was the theme of 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 this song. Um, and so yeah, but it was the same process. So we were improvising, and then afterwards, I I went through and kind of chopped some stuff and um, and just kind of abbreviated the whole thing so mm. it was like a more concise version so i think like what you hear is like very you hear these kind of like like for example in the in introduction you, you have this kind of bassy thing going on and then some singing and then it starts it changes suddenly to yeah. like something completely different yeah. but maybe in the actual improvised version there was more of a fluid transition into that and I just decided to to kind of cut the transition and yeah, you know, and then get that, straight to the point. Yes, so. gets yeah, exactly. So then then it it, it probably does sound like uh, you know it's much more structured. Yeah, uh, but it's all kind of the same workflow. Just improvise for I I don't know how long the the original version of this one was. I don't remember. Probably uh, probably like twenty thirty minutes, and then mm. we just kind of cut cut the fat basically. Yeah. I mean, still, you can definitely feel the fluidity of the sort of it being an improvised or based on an improvisation piece. Um, it all flows. It's all very, very smooth. The transitions are very sort of gentle, except for maybe, yeah, that one transition in the very beginning that is a little bit more abrupt. Um, and such an emotional ending, my God. <laughs> I really like what you're singing now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it turned out really nice. Right, right. Yeah, and especially like for, you know, we did we did seven of these in 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 fifteen hours, and uh, so it's I, I think I think just in general this like album in a day challenge is a good way to to get past creative blocks, and uh, because not sometimes when you when we are making music we. Uh, we can get stuck on decisions and stuck on like self doubt and and questioning, uh, you know, we have so many options these days about what's the workflow, like how how should we record, which plugin do we use, like which hardware do, you know, it's a constant uh, state of perfectionism and and something like this, it kind of break you out of that that whole mindset because you have to just make a decision and move forwards yeah. uh, because you have, uh, you know, 24 hours to make an album, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the, the decision paralysis I can definitely relate to. With the number of options out there, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I find it's easier for us to work with each other because sometimes, you know, when you're judging too much on this, like, no, let's go, like, mm. like let's go through this block and we, we just want to um, record this moment and we want to, 
like release it to the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I was I wanted to ask you about noise fabric and experience there because I think that was also sort of the thing, the the sense of community and doing challenges together and writing music together from time to time. Um, was it? Um, how was you? How how did you? How was your feeling there? You know, you you were there pretty much, I guess, every day, every weekday. You were yeah, I was there. I was there kind of full time. Yeah, um, working for yeah the company I was working for, Zen Audio, was kind of based in that co working space, uh, and the co working space itself was um, it was kind of like a creative co working space. So you had to have like a lot of musicians coming and working on tracks there, and also people who were doing um there were there were so many different things going on there actually people's so work people making sample packs also there was one guy doing um working on projection mapping you know where they're like mapping these projections onto buildings and stuff and um some people were just there jamming and others were you know programming and uh yeah it's uh, it's gone now but it was like really kind of the center of my experience in this city for a while because you know in the daytime i was there doing my job and then in the evenings i was often hanging out with with the guys who were working there or in the studio and you know i recorded um you know my first uh the first track of my project scar polish in uh, in the studio uh, in noise fabric and i did um like my second concert a scar polish in noise fabric and uh so yeah, it was like, it was uh, really the kind of center of every, everything for a while. Um, yeah, unfortunately it's gone now, but you know, but it lives on in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like uh, even before we meet and even before we start talking, probably I was researching a lot of about Rami and I saw there's an audio video that you did a presentation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, re yeah. I remember that video. I yeah, think, yeah, it was uh, "Old Son of Savage My Dream," I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just I have, I have a lot of love for that space. And I'm yeah. very, very sad that it's gone. It's a great. It was a great space. Yeah, um, I'm wondering, Wawa, do you have something like that um, in Berlin, um, where you know you sort of associate yourself with that space or with the place? Um, something music related no, probably in the bedroom <laughs> yeah. we did all the improvisation uh, but not yet because I I've only been here for five months now is the like fifth month yeah so yeah I am still very fresh uh, to this city and also I actually I also work full time uh, in the daytime and yeah, I I really would like to have more time to um, um, do more music and um, like meet more friends uh, in in this uh, music industry. Yeah, and yeah, um, for me it was quite dif different from Robin. I am I'm not not learning any music. Um, in the university, I'm a designer, mm. and uh, yeah, and I came from Boston. I just finished my graduate study there and um, my musical experience was starting from the university back in Beijing uh, uh, in, with some friends uh, in a band. Uh, 
Right. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, but um, in my life, I never had actually have a period of time that I'm 100% in music. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still quite at the beginning, but I'm really looking forward my journey in Berlin in yeah yeah in the future. How do you find the community, the musical communities in Beijing versus Boston, for example? versus berlin if you can if you already have some sort of perception to that yeah um in beijing it was it was a really nice underground music scene when i was still in the university and i remember it's pretty similar here actually i remembering um going to a concert every weekend yeah. and uh in some small venues that like Sometimes it's just, you know, students band uh, in the university and we hang out a lot and um, listening to all kinds of music. Most of them are post-punk mm -hmm. at that time. But uh, at the point I was leaving uh, Beijing to Boston, the music seems like gradually going downwards, mm -hmm. I would say. And when I was in Boston, like, it's very different atmosphere. I feel like Most of the time, it's the you know band uh, established band uh, doing a tour, and Boston is just one station on their tour, and so there's nothing pretty much like experimental oh, wow. uh, going on like here in mm. Berlin. So I really enjoy the music scene now, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Robin? Um, what was your experience in Berlin versus other places you lived in? Yeah, I guess uh, before Berlin, I mean, I've been here now for about six years. And um, before here, I was living in London. And uh, the, the UK is very much still kind of on this like um, songwriters and like indie rock kind of um, bands and stuff. And then when I came to Berlin, it was, um, you know, a bunch of people with like a table and a bunch of machines. And um, yeah, it kind of just changed everything changed the way that i looked at live performance and um you know broke a lot of um barriers in my head about what a live performance could be and um and uh yeah i and i i just you know became really interested here in much more kind of experimental forms of music and and um i just i think that here people are just down to try things yeah you know get together with some friends and try something out if they have an idea whereas i felt like in when i was in london it was more like everyone is trying to get to the point when they're really successful i think you know london is a very expensive place to be yeah and so you really need to be like pushing really hard and and um you know people say the price is going up here and It's true, but it's nowhere near the you know the cost. You need to really have money just to breathe in 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 uh, in a in a place like London. Mm. And uh, so I found that everyone was trying to get onto like a big label or trying to get like a hit or something like that. And in Berlin, people are just more down to just like try things, you know. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, and I, I feel like the kind of experimental music scene here is really thriving um and there's always something going on and it's almost kind of mainstream you know here to 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 do that kind of music yeah and to do you know noise music ambient music 
um, you know, free jazz, all of these kind of things. And, uh, you know, you, um, you kind of become whatever you're around. And I guess, you know, a little bit of electronics, a little bit of uh, psychedelia, a little bit of uh, experimental and, and uh post-punk and it all just kind of came together really like uh since i came here and and um yeah be, being in the city really changed the way that i make music actually yeah yeah and and that i feel like the the community you know of the kind of music that that we are doing the you know is the community is not it's not super big but it's very very like welcoming and open and People are very, uh, you know, easy to talk to each other and make friends and help each other and stuff. So it's like, a, it's, it's a kind of, we find it kind of like a warm place to be. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And in the sense of experimentation and opening up possibilities that happen to me as well, I think we all sort of get trapped in whatever boxes we are music-wise. And then you come here and you just talk to people and you, you understand that, oh, I have not even heard about certain things and I have not even thought about certain possibilities and it opens you up for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When I was in Shanghai and when I first uh, got, to, got to know Robin's music through Scar Polish, especially your set, yeah, it was really eye-opening for me because like, you know, in still in China, band like a classic band is like four people like with four instruments and it's the first time I saw someone really doing one man band like that and mm. very like simultaneously with all the gears so I was trying to build a similar set mm. in my small bedroom in Shanghai and that's how like how we start to communicate with each, with each other's mm. yeah <laughs> you want to listen to another track yeah let's do it yeah. um Let's do one of the... Emotional? Shall we listen to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. There, there is one called um, We Poke Tiny Flames Against the Sea. We can listen to that one. Yeah. All right. That's uh, We Poked Tiny Flames Across the Sea. Against the Sea. Against the Sea. Um, by Fluffy Mavis.
Fantastic. <laughs> really like it. Thank you. Um, and that reminded me of a question that I was uh, postponing. Um, could you talk a little bit about your lyrics writing process? Is it just you, Robin, or do you do that together? Um, yeah, I guess the first, these three tracks that you heard today, uh, it was more kind of sung by me. Um, but in some of the other tracks, uh, you are also singing as well. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, sometimes I will, I will just make things up, um, as, as we're going along, but like in this, in this kind of example, um, I have this, this one book of, um, yeah, it's like American and English, uh, surrealist poets from the 19, 30s or 40s or something like that and um i will just kind of flick through and uh sometimes if i'm if i'm kind of stuck for the lyrics i will flick through and find uh you know an interesting sentence and kind of start there and then the rest maybe will just come naturally and i'll just put the book down um but in this example i was actually singing i think i think yeah i just kind of read a whole poem i don't remember which one it was but um yeah there's just some really interesting kind of imagery in in these kind in this kind of poetry i find that sometimes i find it quite similar to um our process with music as well because in surrealism poetry the way you're writing is kind of like automatic writing that you don't think about what what you're writing but you just your pen is faster than your brain so i find it quite similar to our music also, also, it's kind of a collage of different images in this kind of poetry. Yeah, so that's something. Uh, it's really um, works well with our music, I guess. And for this uh, specific track, we were uh, li listening to some um, music by Deli Dabiesha. It's very funny because when I was uh, living uh, from Boston, before I was living from Boston. I was also listening to Delia Dabisha and her um, story about how uh, she used tape and different technique to almost like um, sampling technique at the very early time and make early electronic music. And um, that's a big inspiration for both of us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I feel like you kind of introduced me more, more to her stuff. I... I was aware of her, but I didn't. I didn't know too much about her actually. Yeah, she's a super interesting figure. And yeah, before we we run into this jam, we're listening to her um, experimental poetry. Um, 
Yeah, that's, I guess you can feel this kind of darkness uh, yeah. in this track. Yeah. yeah, it's quite different. Um, you mentioned also Poland books, as in, um, do you also write your own poetry for later to, to be reused? And what is this process? Um, yeah, not not so much really. Uh, I I used to I used to write a lot of poetry um, when I was a little bit younger, but um, yeah, these days you know I'm writing lyrics for my songs in scar polish, but not so much like poetry and stuff. I'm more mm. just kind of um, I think because I especially like in this project, the I feel like there is not so much. Uh, emphasis on the lyrics as much it's more kind of uh everything kind of has its equal place the you know rhythm section the synths the guitar and the vocal and the lyrics is you know they all kind of have an equal kind of uh place altogether there is not so much like a a focus on like just the vocal and the lyrics like there is in some music so um Yeah. yeah, I find like the the energy is almost more important in, in the energy in the voice and the way you sing is sort of probably gives more to the track than even the words sometimes. Yeah, yeah, the lyrics very like uh, it's yeah really sometimes we stare at something in the room and we like make up some <laughs> lyrics at the point. Uh, in in one of the track in the album in a day, I was looking at a picture on my wall. It was golden fish, kind of in the water, and I was singing in Chinese, like uh, he drink the water from the water tank, and in the dream he become a fish. Mm. And it's very simultaneous kind of mm. idea and thoughts just flowing through my brain and right. become lyrics. Do you mostly write in Chinese or in English or both? Um, for me, yes, like the more kind of language I have, more kind of emotion is for sure Chinese. Um, sometimes, yeah, that's why like in most of the song you hear, like most of the uh, vocal is from Robin because I have this mental block of mm. singing in English actually. Mm. So... Yeah, maybe I, I will try to say more in Chinese as well, and that's the way I express, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Do Do we have any tracks with your singing? Uh, <laughs> do we have inserting or? I didn't remember. <laughs> right. So this is track four from Generator by Fluffy Mabies. Thank you. 
track four from generator by fluffy maybes now what are you guys planning next um you have that album that you just released a month ago on about yeah yeah i mean it was um it's kind of a little exercise in creativity mm -hmm. um but the main ep that we that we want to release really soon um yeah, so when Wawa came to visit in, in January earlier this year, mm -hmm. um, we recorded about six hours of music and uh, then we've been kind of chopping through it and kind of assembling these improvisations into like more like listenable tracks, Yeah, which is kind of what you've been hearing a little bit of today. And uh, yeah, we are just putting the kind of final touches on the mix and the master and, and um, we are aiming for February to do like a big release show in Berlin and uh, to release our EP. Mm. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, and I guess uh, we, you know, we are still making a lot of music, and um, you know, we're already kind of working on like the next set of songs after this, uh, after this EP. So, um, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, immediate plans. What are our immediate plans? <laughs> First, get our album released. Yeah. Then. Uh, yeah, have the show. Um, yeah, the thing we are gonna work on a lot is how to present our, you know, this very improvisational music uh, yeah. real in real time, like yeah. in a gig. And yeah, we 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 have been trying to do a little bit rehearsal in the past, but I we find it's not as interesting as as um like you know the first time we do the improvisation. Mm. And it's very dynamic and random kind of so we maybe we would uh like to also like do some kind of improvisation in the gig as well yeah 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 so that to capture the spirit of, of our band yeah yeah because i feel like everything that we do is kind of based around like these like very fleeting moments um, and you know they come and they go and we react to them and this is like where the kind of special stuff is happening and yeah we've we've kind of tried to go back and to um, try to re-perform like some of these tracks exactly as as we've edited them and yeah it just doesn't really feel right and it's not so interesting so mm. I think actually we will we will probably try to take a much more like loose approach to doing a live performance um and you know have like some pieces of the tracks but also just like leave lots of room for um us to kind of do what we naturally do together which is to kind of improvise and react and uh take influence from the day and the time and the place and each other and um you know i think I think for us, like for the way that we are doing things, it's like everything is coming out of improvisation. So yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe maybe our live show is gonna be you know, very, very improvised as well. Yeah. Um I'm really looking forward to it actually. I would love to see, you know, that magic live. <laughs> yeah, us us too. Us yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um this has been Wawa and Robin from Fluffy Maybes. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having us. Thank you.